From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast, presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. It is Friday, July 8th, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. President Joe Biden signed an executive order today to protect access to abortion in states where it is still legal after the Supreme Court's overturning of Roe v. Wade two weeks ago. When announcing the order, the president referenced the case of a 10-year-old Ohio girl who was a rape victim and had to travel to Indiana to have the pregnancy terminated. Does anyone believe that it's Ohio's majority view that that should not be able to be dealt with or in any other state in the nation? A 10-year-old girl should be forced to give birth to a rapist's child? I can tell you what I don't. I can't think of anything as much more extreme. Biden's order formalizes instructions to the Departments of Justice and Health and Human Services to push back on efforts to limit the ability of women to access federally approved abortion medication or to travel across state lines to access clinical services. Akron Mayor Dan Horrigan has once again ordered a curfew for that city's downtown area amid continuing protests over the shooting death of Jalen Walker by Akron police. Unlike the curfews in effect earlier in the week, this one does not begin until 10 p.m., although it will still remain in effect until 6 a.m. and will remain in place nightly until the mayor's office lifts it. Several people were taken into custody as protests caused Akron police to use force and tear gas on some members of the crowd over the past few nights. Two concerts scheduled to take place at Lock 3 in downtown Akron this weekend have now been moved to the Goodyear Theater. A three-year-old boy has died in Canton after he was hit by a vehicle in a driveway. ONN's Dave James reports. The Canton Police Department released details of the incident this morning, identifying the child as Malachi Williams. Police said the incident actually happened last Saturday afternoon. The boy was taken to Altman Hospital by private vehicle where he was pronounced dead. Police say the driver of the vehicle stayed at the scene and is cooperating with the investigation. Dave James, ONN News. Columbus-based Ohio Health announced layoffs that will take effect in the next several months. ONN's Brittany Bailey has more. By all accounts, including that of the company, this news came as a surprise. More than 600 Ohio Health employees are losing their jobs. Now, they will come from the Information Technology and Revenue Cycle Management departments. This will all happen during the next three to five months. These jobs will now be outsourced, with Ohio Health leaders saying this is a way to deliver the best health care experience experience without taking away investments from the bedside. I'm Brittany Bailey. Some state lawmakers nearly received a very unpleasant surprise in the mail. ONN's Yolanda Harris has the story. 25 Republicans in the Ohio Senate were mailed envelopes of feces. A Senate spokesman says the packages were stopped by the State House, Cleveland, and Akron post offices before actually reaching the senators. Now, it's not clear on what the motive was. This is being investigated as a federal crime. I'm Yolanda Harris. Republican State Senator Jay Hottinger says this is an example of the times we are in. It's not a very civil time uh, in in society. It's certainly not a civil time uh, in the political world or to be a a, a public servant. And, um, you know, this is about as immature and uh, frustrating as anything. Four people were injured when an overloaded golf cart crashed and rolled over in Putin Bay yesterday. In a Facebook post, Putin Bay police shared that there were six people riding on the four-person golf cart when it crashed. Four of those passengers were treated for injuries, with one being described as serious. In the Facebook post, police also reminded visitors of the island's overloaded golf cart ordinance 
saying, quote, the cost of a larger golf cart is exponentially less than the cost of a life flight to the hospital. The coronavirus continues to circulate, but the news is not all bad. ONN's Angela Ann explains. BA.5 is a subvariant of Omicron. Doctors say it is the most transmissible version of COVID yet, and it is the least affected by our vaccines. And the CDC says this variant now makes up more than half of America's COVID cases. But Dr. Joseph Gustado from Ohio Health says... The silver lining is, however, against severe disease resulting in hospitalization and death, the vaccines are still performing exceptionally well. Gustado advises everyone over the age of 50 to get that booster shot. I'm Angela Ann. The battle continues in an attempted merger of two low-cost airlines. ONN's Clay Gordon reports. Spirit Airlines announced it's once again postponing a crucial shareholder vote. There's a proposed merger on the table with Frontier Airlines. The vote was pushed back to next Friday so the company can continue discussions with Frontier and rival bidder JetBlue Airways. This is the third time that Spirit called off a vote on Frontier's offer. I'm Clay Gordon. The cost of a stamp is about to go up. The United States Postal Service is raising the price of first-class postage on Sunday when it will cost you 60 cents to buy a forever stamp. The prices for postcards and international letters are also going up. The Postal Service blames inflation and increased operating expenses. Apple is rolling out a new safeguard feature called Lockdown Mode for iPhones, iPads, and Macs. More from ONN's Tracy Townsend. Now, this option is aimed at protecting against spyware deployed by state-sponsored hackers by limiting or blocking certain functions. We are told that lockdown mode will be initially offered as a test version so researchers can help Apple identify any bugs or weaknesses. I'm Tracy Townsend. And the bell tower at the University of Toledo will have a new and improved sound thanks to a tech upgrade. ONN's Amanda Fay has the story. We're learning new technology installed last month has brought new life to the tower. The state-of-the-art digital Carillon system serves as the bell tower's new voice. For now, the bells are set for a classic Westminster sound, but there are 7,800 melodies the university can choose from in four types of bell voices. I'm Amanda Fay. Special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.